You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. the handsome hero we all love and adore monkey king who is demons screaming when he knocks on their door darkwing duck Mon- monkey king <laughs> who is the simian you'll find shimmying up to the top and you know he won't stop till he's won that's right batman it's the monkey king <laughs> oh. <laughs> close close but no cigar on some of you over here so Uh, The Monkey King is a new animated fantasy action comedy film inspired by the classic Ming Dynasty novel Journey to the West, specifically the legend of the Monkey King. In the novel, Sun Wukong is a monkey born from a stone who acquires supernatural powers through Taoist practices. In this movie... Taoist. The T is pronounced with a D. D. My husband's a Taoist, so it's a thing. Ugh. Supernatural powers through Taoist practices. In this movie, we see his origin and his quest for immortality, facing 100 demons, challenging the gods themselves, and developing a rivalry with the ruler of the ocean and weather, the Dragon King. He is accompanied in his journey by his loyal magic weapon, Stick, and his assistant, Lin, who is a mere pebble in the universe, but also a young girl desperate to save her village. Stick has a name. Uh. This is now streaming on Netflix, though not getting a theatrical release is a shock to me. The film stars Jimmy O. Yang, voicing over the role of the titular trickster who battles the Dragon King, voiced by Bowen Yang. The cast of supporting voices includes Joe Coy, B.D. Wong, Jolie Haoyang Rappaport, and Stephanie Shu. I am TCD with Other Screener Squad, and I am joined by my fellow travelers, Harmony. Hello. Elliot. Hello, hello. And Mindy. The voice and arms of the goddess be with you. <laughs> uh, you you you'd said the stick has a name. The stick has a name. The stick's name is Ryu Jingo Bao. Okay, that wasn't said in the movie, was it? Uh, that that's its name. It's in the myth. <laughs> Ryu Jingo Bong, sometimes referred to as Jingu Bong or Ryu Bong, but it has a name. <laughs> it's not just. I, I, it's not just I, stick. I'm not. S- All right. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, this is an animated movie, Journey to the West. Uh, This has been, Journey to the West has been adapted literally hundreds of times. So uh, there's a good chance if you've indulged in cinema or television or comics or whatnot, you've come across this. Even if you haven't watched the classic film adaptations, this is one of the legendary myths of humanity and, and one of the best. And I signed up for it just on title alone. I'm sorry, alone. I mispronounced the stick's name. It's Ruyi Jingu Bong. Oh, okay. There we Ruyi. go. Okay. Well, I, I what was I was I was drawn to this by title alone because I am a fan of this mythology. It's just so endlessly fascinating, and and Eastern mythologies have such a different spin on things that European and Western myths have that just I'm drawn to it. 
What drew you three to this movie? I love animation. I love the story of the Monkey King, Journey of the West. I've seen several iterations of the story. I think even just like this year, I was doing the um, Chinese American Hero review, which was another one that kind of featured Journey to the West. So I was like, oh, I remember these guys. Yeah, so <laughs> I was just, maybe I was just on a monkey kick. Who knows? But I thought the animation looked cool. And I was just excited to find another reason to revisit the story. Sure, sure. Elliot, what drew you? I am very lightly familiar with this story. And I also like animation. I was also on that review for uh, American Born Chinese, which was... That's it. I messed up the name, sorry. Quite (laughs) middling. And uh, yeah, so here I am doing it again. <laughs> and Mindy, if I, correct me if I'm wrong, you were in a show that featured Sun Wukong, right? Yes. And see, nearly two decades ago, I was in a play called Trickster, which focused on the trickster gods. I was not Sun Wukong, but uh, one of the other characters was and told the myth of the Buddha's hand in it. Hmm. The Minke King. Yes. Well, I am also a fan of animation. I used to have an animation podcast. It was my first degree that I went for. I love, love, love illustration animation. So I'm always looking to, to find gems. And knowing that this was Netflix, I had a little bit of a conflict. Because Netflix, typically, they're straight to Netflix films. always have some element missing that leaves me going, oh, yeah, this should not have been in theaters. I can never <laughs> pinpoint what it is. But it's always missing something where you go, yeah, that's why this is a straight-to-streaming movie. This, however, and their animation in general, is their best stuff. The animation that Netflix has created, yes, they have some garbage. But the yeah. DreamWorks-specific stuff like Monster uh, Monster Hunters and um, uh, the, the Hot Trainer Dragon universe that they've built, Arcana, I think it is, they have some good stuff. This isn't made by Netflix. It's just distributed by it. So this is this is coming from the director of the Box Trolls. And yes. anyone who has a connection to Leica, sign me up. So uh, I, I was drawn to this for many reasons. Also, another thing that, that drew me to me is that it was, like, produced by Stephen Chow. Mm, yes. Which is, you know, Kung Fu Hustle Kung Fu is Hustle. a thing of beauty. <laughs> Shaolin Soccer, a thing of beauty. So um, that, that was – I totally – I forgot about that in my little intro, but yeah, that was definitely a selling point for me. Did you catch the character that's a yes! reference to? Yeah. Yes. The I was like, landlady skin is in here as, yes. I think that's Stephanie Shu's character as well. Oh, awesome. <laughs> my fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but just in general, what did you guys think of this movie? Did this do it for you? you? You came in, all of you have had interest in one way or another. What did you think of this movie overall? Let's dive in. I watched it with my husband. My husband, who I mentioned, is an intellectual Taoist, so this mythology is a part of his faith. We watched it together, and he said, this movie was aggressively mediocre. <laughs> the thing about this movie that like really just increasingly annoyed me is the fact that Sun Wukong is a trickster. There are, and this whole thing is about, you know, him getting his immortality. He gets immortality in seven different ways. And none of them, well, no, that's not true. One, he does fight with the gods, but for the majority of them, he uses his wits and his cunning in order to get them. It feels like this movie, it, it feels like there were too many cooks in the kitchen for this one. Because so, it's like, okay, we have the mythology. We have the uh, action film. We have the POV 
audience character. We have all this together. And as a result, none of them really get the focus that they need and turns into kind of a frantic mess. And on top of it, it's a weird choice to make the Monkey King a story of morality to begin with, because he's not. The whole point, if you want to do a story about morality, have it be because he thinks he's the shit. He can make all sorts of mistakes and he will still come out on top and be like, well, I'm going to win the next time. If you want that to be the morality story, have that be the morality story. Not the I need somebody's help to get what I want because that's not who the Monkey King is. And on top of that, it's very clear that they used the mythology in this movie, but they didn't use it enough in order to make it interesting. It's like they have a piece here and a piece there and they turned it into a generic kids action film instead of leaning into what makes the Monkey King unique as a trickster god. It has things like the Jade uh, Emperor's Banquet. You want an action scene? Have him wreck the banquet like he does in the myth and drink the immortality wine. Boom, there you go. When he goes to save the monkey from what I assume is the demon of confusion, by the way, demon of confusion, and that was not utilized. You know, have that be a thing where you have this big old sequence with crazy confusing things. You have that for visuals. Didn't do that at all. The thing with the, the peaches is like a humiliation thing from the Jade Emperor and the gods themselves, which can cause him to become the angry self. And then all of a sudden the Buddha just sh pops up at the end to do the, the, the palm of the hand bit, which is like, here's the moral of the story. It's like, well, you didn't earn the moral of the story. This is just a frantic mess. So it's just like, that, that's what it is. It's a, it's a frantic mess. Oh, uh, and also the way he got Ruyi uh, Jingo Bong, i.e. Stick, is the fact that he tricked the Dragon King into making him believe that Sun Wukong was a king himself. It's just like, there are so many ways that they could have gone about this journey without it just being, I like to fight. The <laughs> end. I have a thought. Mm -hmm. I, and this, this, is, this is for the group at large. I'm going to put money down that Mindy doesn't like Disney's Hercules. I, I freaking love Disney's Hercules. You're, you're going after Ugh. this movie for what it isn't. I'm curious of a dissenting opinion here. Uh, Elliot or Harmony, what did you think I, of? I enjoyed it. I thought it was cute. I, I could go on to the things that are they're they're wrong with it and you know but the things I enjoyed I thought it was a cute story and I thought it was entertaining I thought the animation was really cool is it top tier of my animation films probably not but I thought I, I, I enjoyed it I thought people who know the mythology could see kind of the Easter eggs in mm -hmm. in the movie and like I was like, oh, I feel smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I know that reference. <laughs> yeah, I, like, oh, I know. I know who that is. Yeah, exactly. So, and and maybe just because I'm I'm not a Taoist, I'm not so emotionally involved with it that way. Um, the only thing that bothered me is that they kind of portrayed Buddha as a god, and I'm like, he's he would hate that. Mm -hmm. He does not want that. <laughs> so, other than that, I thought I thought it was fun. Elliot. Yeah, um, I'm a little bit more down on it, but I, th I do. Th I think it was fine. I think that's probably the strongest word I would use is fine. I was 
entertained by it. It looks interesting. Knowing almost nothing about Journey to the West and these characters, I, you know, any Easter eggs and stuff just completely passed me by. This is not even at all a ta- uh, an adaptation of Journey to the West, right? Because the final line of the movie, correct? spoiler, I guess, is, Monkey King, will you join us on our Journey to the West? So it was right. like... Yeah, it's a prologue. Um, prequel I, I would rather see that story because I, I, I think there were some interesting fun things in this I liked uh, Jimmy O. Yang as the Monkey King mm-hmm. uh, Bowen Yang as the Dragon King I thought was really fun and he looked cool if anything this suffered from not enough money frankly which is why it's on Netflix this could have used mm-hmm. probably about 25 to 50 million more dollars um, <laughs> at least me too me too because as it is it is just kind of a fine not super amazing looking movie but it's not it's still trying it's not this is not like super generic animation or anything there will be times where characters turn into water that i thought was looked pretty cool and and fun but yeah there are a lot of narrative uh shortcuts taken and i think a lot of just westernizing happening Mm -hmm. in this ding Um, ding ding (laughs) But yeah. I would I, I support this in, enough in that maybe they'll make a sequel to this that actually is an adaptation of Jury into the West because this at times felt like a Nickelodeon cartoon. Yep. Yeah. That's um, mm-hmm. the episodic quality of this. You could you can basically pause every fifteen minutes and you've just watched an episode of what could be a series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The way they yeah. chapterize this. The Adventures of Monkey King and Lynn on Nickelodeon, you know. Yeah. I thought it might make a cool <laughs> video game. There were some moments that were like, oh, this is like straight up, like when he's fighting Yama um, in the underworld, like straight up video game mm-hmm. imagery to me. So. Yeah. Mindy, I'm curious, was there anything in, in here that you actually liked, though? I, I, I gave you a hard time for your criticism, but your criticism is all valid. So valid. I'm curious if there's anything you watched or did this just have your arms crossed the whole time? I mean, I did like the visuals. It is a very colorful uh, film. You know, the use of color was very bright. You know, I honeymooned in China. They're big fans of neon over there. So Mm -hmm. having that kind of color palette was really nice. I would just worry that the the visuals are so frantic that it just shoots out of your your face. So, yeah. So, and it's just like, it's it can be overwhelming but like the art the color scheme and the fact that they chose a very neon color palette was actually very nice and very akin to china the the thing that won me more towards the positive category in this is bowen yang's dragon king and mm-hmm. I, looking this from a perspective of animated films particularly i'll say the last decade 15 years of animated films i've had a constant refrain that what most of the movies are suffering from is bad villains. And that's really Disney's biggest problem with their animated movies is that they've they've reached this era of not wanting to have Jafar and Ursula and Gaston and these Sorry. actual just villains. It's okay to just be a bad guy for the hero to overcome in simple morality plays. And Bowen Yang's Dragon King is just a bad guy who's doing bad things and... While that's not true to the mythology, as well, an animated film is concerned, I appreciated. He even had a great villain song. It reminded me I of know, Radigan's yeah. song. Yeah, it reminded me of Radigan's song from The Great Mouse Detective. Well, the thing about <laughs> that though is that Al Guang, they they made him just kind of a joke a lot of the time, and that bothered me. Like, yes, he can be tricked in the myth- he is tricked in the mythology, but 
he's still a god? And so the fact that they kind of made him just a punchline with having to be in water all the time and like drying out when he isn't kind of defeated him as being a formidable mm. villain for me. One of my complaints about it is that he was so queer coded, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, okay. like really like hard, like really pushing into some of that. And voiced um, by Bowen Yang. Bowen Yang is a gay Bowen man. Bowen Yang so, is, yeah. he's, he's a gay man. So I, you know, I appreciate that. But there was like, hmm, I never really saw the Dragon King <laughs> But, you know, maybe maybe it was. I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. Elliot and I just did a review for uh, a, a true story, a biopic. And he and I, Elliot, you may recall, we had the historical information going into the movie. So we perceived it completely different from Bradley and Frank because they had no clue about the historical information. Sitting and watching this, separating the myth and all the history and knowledge that I have of Journey to the West and just trying to watch this as an animated film. I balanced that a little better than it's than than I would have if uh, if I was truly just like obsessively devout to the the Journey to the West mythology. There, I have problems with Hercules as a movie because I the first myths I ever obsessed about were the Greek myths, and so when I saw Hercules as a movie, I was like, no, my little ten year old self hates this. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, here's the thing in in that kind of regard is like I am you know you mentioned like I bet you hated Hercules. And like, no, I actually think it's a delightful film. And the thing is, if you're going to change something, yeah. you got to make it better. You know, Hercules is a, yes, it hints in the mythology, but in and of itself, it is a very new and different story. Separate story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Than what the mythology, like the mythology is like in the background of a song and like the teeniest bit at the beginning. And, and the you know, the attack on Olympus near the end is just like, oh yeah, there's an attack on Olympus. Like, you know, the the characters are very, very different in regards to who they are and the story they are telling. This one repeatedly goes back to the mythology, which means mm-hmm. that you kind of need to honor the myths. It's like, if you're gonna utilize them as much as you do, you either got to make them cooler <laughs> or you have to honor what they say. And this mm-hmm. one, it feels like... I kept going to the wiki and rereading the myths just to refresh myself from it and being like, this story is so much cooler than the one that's on screen right now because it is so much more interesting. It has so many different facets. It's not just I come in and beat somebody up with my stick, which turns it into just <laughs> a generic action cartoon. What do you want out of something like this? If you are a 10-year-old kid who just wants to watch cool martial arts, monkey fighting, very kinetic, flashing, bang, 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 you're going to get what you want out of this. It doesn't slow down and bore you. But as I said, if you come from the traditionalist perspective on this, especially knowing some of the banger adaptations that are of this myth, this is going to sink very far to the bottom of the list. Uh, the dynamic between just an animated movie mm, adapting one of the greatest myths of all time. Okay, which which do you want? Because you're not going to get them both. Yeah, let's. Let me, I don't know if uh, what more to say here. So let me throw it to you guys to to sort of wrap up some of your final thoughts. Elliot, why don't you go first for us? Yeah, I think I've mostly said my piece. This is fine, probably especially if you have kids. It it is colorful. It is interesting to look at. I think even adults can kind of enjoy this but it it is very much a b or c tier animated movie i think it's got promise 
I would very much be open to a sequel that is actually a Journey to the West adaptation. I, there's no chance in hell I'll ever watch this again. Um, <laughs> you know, but I, I enjoyed it for what it was. It was it's, it's like just over an hour and a half, so you are not sacrificing a lot of your time. I think somebody on this crew is really into musicals or, or wanted this to be a musical because there's about three and a half times this movie almost became a musical and it <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of musicals but I think it might have benefited from that yeah this is this is just kind of a half-baked project maybe a two-thirds baked project I'll, I'll give it two-thirds <laughs> and two-thirds is probably what I'm gonna make my review this is gonna be like a six and a half sticks that can beat the shit out of people <laughs> it can also be made as small as a uh, splinter and put in his ear. Whoop! <laughs> Harmony. I enjoyed this. this. I watched this on Thursday. It was a fun school night watch for me. Like I said, is is it top tier of my animated films of all time? Probably not. But did I enjoy it? Yeah. I'm I'm not sad. I watched it. Would I watch it again? Maybe not. But I w- I would be also interested in like a sequel that goes into Journey to the West. Like you said, it was very colorful. I like the frenetic kinetic animation style. I think it really lends something to the martial arts lover in me who really appreciates this kind of storytelling. I, I don't I don't know what else to say that hasn't already been said, so <laughs> I, I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10 traveling bubble baths. <laughs> I'll take one. Yes. Mindy. I think this movie was a lot of wasted potential. As I have said already, there is a lot of really vivid stories that were hinted at but not utilized in their full I guess potential that could have been used to one make the arc smoother because the the moral of the story at least for me seems to come out of nowhere and is forced on thanks to the POV character and there are a lot of different gods and goddesses that are put in this story that are simply there to be beaten up as opposed to utilized for their godly essence. And knowing some of the things within the myths, like I've mentioned the Feast of the Jade Emperor, which they hint at, but then don't go into, um, the Peach Orchard, the, you know, the Book of the Dead, like all these things and all these worlds that they could have just drawn more stuff from in order to make a more cohesive story and a more cohesive through line uh, would have made the experience better. And this is coming not just as me, an adult who knows this story, but also me as a kid who like one of my favorite shows as a kid was Captain Planet, which is all about telling a morality story about how to make the world a better place. And so I am, I have never been the flashbang. I just like the pretty pictures. I've always wanted to have a meaning and a story behind what I consume. And I think that there are plenty of children who are, are like that still. I mean, if you're just there to look at the pretty colors, that's fine. I think that's really the only thing it has going for it. The songs, they kind of come out of nowhere and then disappear into the night. And it's like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to have songs in here, aren't we? Again, one of the many cooks that got put in this kitchen. So, yeah, this movie is just a jumble of a lot of different opinions that and 
ideas that got smashed together and baked into a cake that doesn't have all the right ingredients in it. And that's really disappointing because the source material is really, really cool. So I am going to give it one and a half out of five sages because all seven of them would have been really awesome to get together and have kind of like a fighting team, which is again from the myth that they didn't use. Uh, all right. Well, as an adaptation of the myth, low marks on it. So setting that aside, as an animated movie, this has an energy to it that I thought was similar to the animation of Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which Mindy also disliked. Yes, it's, because it's, it was frantic and all the phonetic yeah. energy, I did not like it. Yeah, so uh, modern animation has gone a couple ways, and uh, Into the Spider-Verse is sort of like a benchmark for which direction things went. And there's a much more kinetic, frenetic pace and style to animation. I, for one, like it because it reminds me of Tex Avery style animation. It reminds me of more bouncing rubber ball style animation. I'm a big, big nerd for that sort of stuff. So to see CG animated stuff return to much more dynamic and elastic animation is really exciting. And, and that's where I give tip my hat to Netflix because they tend to embrace that with some of their smaller properties that are just going way under the radar. If you liked Kung Fu Panda, this is as good as the second and third Kung Fu Panda. No. If you like Ryan the Last Dragon, this is way better than that one. Uh, so I, I think if, there's, if, if those movies sort of are on your radar already and you like them or dislike them, you can kind of place this somewhere on the map. Yeah, but you know, melding those two ideas together of myth versus animated movie, I kind of land just like slightly right of the middle there, and I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10 free guitar lessons. <laughs> uh, I heard some dissenting opinions about Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, because Kung Fu Panda is awesome, and <laughs> the sequels are just fine. Thank you. To be fair, I said Kung Fu Panda 2 and yeah. 3. Kung Fu Panda in, in that list is going to yeah. be at the top. Two Pardon? is fine. Two is fine. I will say. Three, I will give you that. There we go. Okay. <laughs>